on listening to Hero Discussion. You know what's finally happened? This whole week, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. Last week, I told you I don't know. I wasn't sure. I had no idea at the time. And I got to today, which is Sunday, almost, almost not Sunday anymore. And I was, I still wasn't totally sure what I wanted to do. I was 90% on an idea and I ended up going with that. So we're doing, we're doing something a little different today. Not totally different. It's still a review. It's an EP instead of an album, so something shorter, like I said. But, yeah, that's basically how it's different. Welcome to Zero Distortion. I'm your host, Osiris. Um, some fun stuff has happened. So, one of my favoritist bands, well, former favoritist, Machine Head, has revealed that they have an album coming of Kingdom and Crown in August. I'm excited. I'm actually excited. Because, see, I listened to, I mean, when Bloodstone and Diamonds came out, some of the stuff off of that was good, but I don't know. For some reason, some of that stuff was a miss. I want to go back and listen to it um, just to have that idea because... I've pretty much like listened to all their pre Bloodstone stuff a lot. And then of course catharsis happened and I heard some of the songs and I was like, I don't wish to hear anymore. Cause this sounds like old Rob has lost the plot, but no, this new stuff has been really good. I mean, And it's all going to be on the new album. It's all going to be on the new album. My Hands Are Empty is on the album. Arrows and Words from the Sky become the Firestone, Rotten, and obviously uh, Choke on the Ashes of Your Eight. It's all going to be there. And uh, I don't know. They said it it sounds like the Blackening 2. That's not what I get from these songs. These songs sound like, I don't know. It sounds like a newer, refocused machine head. Like their focus is different now. I don't know. But either way, I am super happy. Ready for some uh, new machine freaking head. First time I've really been psyched for an album of theirs in over 10 years really um last time was for locust or unto the locust and that that album i was kind of disappointed at the time but the more time i spent with it the the more i appreciate it it's it's really good it it kind of is like the blackening too it has that same feel it's just not it's just not the same album <laughs> cuz my stupid i mean how old was i how old was I? 2010, 2011. Oh, uh, I was 30. Okay, wait. I w- I'm th- turned 32 last year. 
So I was probably like 20, 21, 22. Yeah. Brain was still bad back then. I was probably just like, eh, it's not what I want. It's not the same album. I want the same album. I want the exact same thing. I want the same thing, but you're just not going to get the same thing. I mean, bands rarely release the same album. Well, I can't say that disturbed is right there (laughs) releasing the same album over and over and over again. I mean, they do, they, they do. Um, but yeah, it, it happens. I was just disappointed that it wasn't totally the blackening too. I mean, it was pretty close. I would say it was pretty close. It was, um, it's, it's a great album. It's a great album. Um, see Ibaraki's Rashomon is coming out May 6th, right? So two weeks from Friday, two weeks from Friday, a little under three weeks away, we've got, um, yeah, so that's something to look out for. I got to look for some other stuff, but man, it's, uh, it's, it's been it's been, it's been a long couple of weeks. Um, been a long couple of weeks. Work's been kind of rough. Yeah, it's been a, it's it's been a it's been uh, it's been a little bit of a time here lately. But, um, no, still having fun with both shows. It's, it's nice. Um, I fall a little behind. I'm having to change my format for the other show. I was doing manga chapter reviews every week and I realized the quality of these is too low for me to keep doing it. I should just keep the longer, bigger, more comprehensive thing as the, the only, as opposed to like the main show. And well, We'll see how that works. I mean, I think it'll do numbers. Okay, so you're probably wondering, um, man, you've been talking for about 10 minutes now, and uh, you still haven't said anything about what you're doing. I mean, did you ever come up with a plan? And it's like, well, yeah, I did. Um, I've decided to rewind three years now. Is that right? Yep, three years. I hate everything. That's just, that's bizarre to me. That's bizarre that it's been three years already. Um, yeah, we're going to go three years back to uh, the last thing released so far from a band that I have admired for years and years and years. Probably upwards of... Mm, I'd say 12 years, probably. The Contortionist. Our Bones. Their little EP from... 
so weird. Three years back now, and we still have like no. I don't. I don't think there's been any signs of a new album. Carnival is coming back. Carnival is coming back, and the contortionist is just you know in the shadows. We just don't know. We just don't know where they are, what they're uh, freaking doing. I I don't. I have no idea. I haven't really kept up with them or anything. I kind of thought they were not anti-social media guys, but just not like big on social media. So they don't really. We can't really keep up with them as well. But that might be completely out of out of the question. That might be totally wrong. And we might. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been keeping up. I've been kind of just letting them flow because there's been so many other things happening since. Now, the Contortionist is an interesting band. They have, I would say, two different faces that have been seen over the years. Um... So, The Contortionist is a progressive metal band from Indianapolis, Indiana, formed in 2007. I can only really say progressive metal because they've changed a lot. And it was kind of like a stark change between two albums, which included a a very important lineup change and... uh, A lot of stylistic changes. A lot. Um, So. The Contortionist. Found its way. As a. Really forward thinking. Deathcore band. With a lot of like atmospheric parts. And. um, A very technical style of playing. And just a savage vocalist in Jonathan Carpenter. He's got some other projects out there now. Um, that was that. Mm, oh, it's so hard because a lot of people will say that was the peak of the contortionist sound. That was the best they've ever been. The best they ever will be. They'll never outdo exoplanet and it's like bro that was their first album come on now like i know exoplanet's great maybe they never did outdo it but you can't say they never will especially since they have a completely different sound now i mean even the the next album after that was intrinsic and it had the same same style same lineup i don't think anyone changed but it tried to push boundaries still and it was trying to be even weirder than exoplanet was exoplanet was really pummeling and it was very deathcore forward intrinsic felt like it was trying to be something else um i and i don't enjoy it as much as exoplanet but i do i do like intrinsic a lot and then things changed um, Jonathan Carpenter, I believe, left because he was 
going to become a father or he wanted to start a family. He wanted to pursue different ventures. He, it was, it wasn't like, I hate you guys. I'm going home. It was more so just like, I want to do some other things. So it was a pretty mutual understood, like very, just a very amicable split that they went through, which is great. Um, and then uh, their good friends, Last Chance to Reason, lost their vocalist, Mike Lassard, who came over to The Contortionist. And that's where everything shifts to a completely different gear. Um, their next album, Language, is very, very different from what you get from even Intrinsic. It is... I call it progressive metal because what else do I call it? I don't know what else to call this. Um, it's got some psychedelic elements. It's, it's almost like cynic. Like some, someone said that the contortionist started trying to started sounding a little bit like cynic and it's yeah. Yeah. Mike Lissard uses vocal effects and things like that. He's got like a, high, a higher, wispier voice. Jonathan Carpenter has kind of a higher, wispier voice too. But Mike Lissard has just a super ethereal, just crazy, beautiful voice. And um, it's very different the way he enunciates it and the way he says everything that he says. It's very different. Um... Their third album, Language, was a shock to the system. Because it's like, the first thing I remember hearing was uh, Language 1, which is the second track. And I was like, this is, how is this the contortionist? This is not right. And then you get Language Part 2, and it's like, okay, this sounds more right. (laughs) But then... The older I get, the more I realize that maybe this is, this might be the better contortionist. (laughs) This might be the contortionist I, mm, no, no. I can't say that this is the one I enjoy more. Um, That album, that album has a decent mix. Like it's got some, it's got some harsh vocals in it. It's got some heavy moments. It's got some real metal moments. Their next album, Clairvoyant, from 2017, doesn't have, like, really much. I mean, it's it's metal. It's heavy enough. But it's not, like, it's not pounding overly. It's not super heavy. Um, it's not heavy like they used to be. It's not even heavy like languages. It's, it's heavy thematically, like, subject-wise, because Clairvoyant, I believe is more of a personal story about a friend of Mike Lassard's who succumbed to drug addiction. So it's a very like deep, dark story, a very personal, dark story that, um, really it's kind of hard to, uh, it's hard to digest. It's hard to deal with. It's hard to come to grips with, with, that it's it's tough um
But yeah, these guys, needless to say, these guys have just changed and changed and just evolved and grown over the years. And our bone sees even more change, even though it's it's a tiny EP. It's 15 minutes. We waited two years and we got 15 minutes of material. And really, we only got like seven minutes of brand new material. No, that's not fair. That's not fair. We got like almost 10 minutes of new material. Like we got almost 10 minutes of new material. Meanwhile, yeah, two full new songs, one like kind of interlude, and then a cover. Needless to say, I was a little disappointed with that. A lot of people were, but also I kind of just had to say, nah, just be happy with it. Be happy with it. I want to be happy with it because it's, it's great. It's great. I want to hope that this is pointing towards something. Again, this was three years ago. 2019 was three years ago. This, this happened. This came out the year before COVID, the year before the pandemic, the year before I lost my job. And everything turned all topsy-turvy for a bit. I mean, it's weird. It's like, it's the before times. Like, this, the, like, 2019 is just a weird, lost expanse of space it's at points in my mind. Like, I remember um, Slipknot's We Are Not Your Kind came out, and I got sick. Or, like, I had the flu when it came out. Um... Fear Inoculum came out, and I was not sick. I caught the leaks that came out, like, a week before. <laughs> so, And I listened to it. Um, I listened to it one time all the way through, and I was like, cool, I'm done. And then I deleted it from my phone, and I waited for my digital to be available when the album actually came out officially and yeah so yes i did listen to the leak for uh fear inoculum and i bore witness to that craziness that was the story of the guy who went to vegas and was just dry just driving on the strip with this album and trying to find a way to get to get it ripped and get it put on the internet and he, he pulled it off. He pulled it off. It happened. We didn't think it w- was going to happen, but it did. Uh, it's a crazy story. Look it up sometime. It was really crazy to experience as it was happening. Cause this guy, cause everyone was like, yeah, man, you should totally like, just take one of those albums from target. And then he's posted a picture on Reddit and he's like, uh, now what? Cause I think he was just like, this will be really cool. This will be epic. And then he did it and he was like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing, which totally understandable. Whew. Okay. So I guess we should get into our bones. <laughs> There's not a whole wide lot to get into. Oh, first of all, we need to go over our members of the band. Okay. So we got we got the brothers Robbie Baca on guitars and Joey Baca on drums. Um, Robbie also played bass from uh, from in twenty fourteen and keyboards. 
from the beginning to 2014. And Joey is drums from start to finish, probably. Um, I guess it's because they lost a bassist at some point. Because Jordan, Jordan Eberhard is their bassist now, formerly of Scale the Summit. That's a pretty good instrumental progressive metal band. If you're interested, then there's uh, Cameron Maynard on on guitars, Eric Glinther on keyboards since 2014, and our boy Mike Lassard of Last Chance to Reason on vocals. It still says of Last Chance to Reason because apparently Last Chance to Reason is about to make, or not about to, but they're still talking about level four. I don't want I don't want to think about it because if it doesn't happen, I won't be super disappointed, but I'll still be disappointed because my brain is dumb and I can't I I, I will. I just know I'll be disappointed. But maybe one day we'll get level 4 from Last Chance to Reason cuz level 2 is amazing. Level 3 is great. Last Chance to Reason is another really great progressive metal band. Like one of the, when people compare bands to Between the Buried and Me, I always kind of, mm-hmm, okay, sure. There have been a few, like, um, The World is Quiet Here. Though when I listen to them, I'm like, oh, oh, you're onto something. Like, Others by No One, Native Construct, Last Chance to Reason is another one of those. <laughs> They're they're a BT Bam like BT Bam created their own freaking like subgenre of progressive metal. Um, yeah, they go check them out. Very interesting themes in their music. Um, anyways, so let's get into our bones. I yeah, I was disappointed with this at first because it was like yeah, the two new songs are good. The interlude is really good. I like it all. The Smashing Pumpkins cover is great, but God, come on. We've been waiting two years. We get this little EP with barely any brand new material and the single we got beforehand. So now it's like, man, what are we even getting here? I was upset, but as time went on, I've grown to just appreciate it. Although I do still really wish that we could get more. I need more. I need more contortionist. Um, screw it. Let's go. Let's, let's get into this. First song is follow. It's a, it's, it's got a really cool riff, a very interesting riff to start off. I want to know how it's played. I'm probably going to look it up after I finish recording this. So this, this one, Lassard actually brings his screams back. Like, for real brings them back. And uh it seems as though the themes here are continuing on from Clairvoyant. Um they seem to be similarly they seem to be based in a similar kind of vein. Um oh god that could be taken as a really really bad joke. I no pun intended at all. Vein and drugs. No, I didn't mean that. Um so stylistically, this song differs quite a bit from what we got from the last album, because 
it sounds more like a radio rock hit than the more thought provoking stuff that they usually put out. Structurally, it's a lot simpler as well. There's no curveballs to be seen here. It's three minutes, 46 seconds of just, it's like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus. And it's fantastic. It's perfect. Like it's, it's almost like they've shown that they can do everything. They've been on the most extreme end of the spectrum with exoplanet. I mean, go listen to like oscillator or, um, expire or pick like pick one from the exoplanets one, two or three. They are, they have been on the heaviest ends of the spectrum. Then they've gone to a more introspective thought provoking place and I don't want to say that what they're doing here isn't thought-provoking. It's just musically they've done more interesting things, I guess you could say, than this structurally. Like, yeah, usually it, they, they're kind of a verse chorus. Well, sometimes they are. On Clairvoyant, not so much. Uh, I mean, Return to the Earth... Uh, let's see. Relapse has a good chorus. Clairvoyant, kind of, you think it will. Godspeed doesn't really. Godspeed is just kind of a song that goes. It's kind of got a chorus. Does Absolve have a chorus? I don't think Absolve does either. uh, The first monochrome is a an instrumental the last one is it's i don't know it's like their it's like their pink maggot it's crazy it's really really good um this though is really different it struck me and it was like you know if the contortionist decided to go from making like i don't know an eight track album with you know five to ten minute long songs that are just you know, they're digestible, but they're also very different. If they go from that to like even more digestible, like three to three to six minute songs, but more of them like go from maybe eight, nine songs on the album to 12 or 13. I'm totally down. I'm totally down. If they keep this song for the next album, I am there. I am here for it because this this is a, this is off to a great start. Then you've got Early Grave, which um, this is a bit more in line, sound-wise, with the last album. It's very somber. It's very sad-sounding, very melancholy. It's slower. It it's, it feels slower. Um, but again, it's a lot more structurally simple. This was the single from the EP, and it's weird. It does sound more like a like the B side, as a put like follow would have come out as the single, and then early grave would have been the B side. But it's not that way. I mean, B sides, A sides, none of that, none of that crap happens anymore. It's more so early grave. I don't know. Now, 
when you compare the sound of both songs side by side, this song this song doesn't even sound like it would ever be a single. It sounds like another one of those songs that sits on the album and it's totally solid and you really like it, but it never becomes a single. It's one it's it's not it's like there's just these stupid levels that I come up with for songs on an album. Like this one seems like it wouldn't become a single, but you still like it a lot. It's like uh if I look at some other album, la ba 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 let's see, Indestructible by Disturbed. Talk crap about them. Now I'm gonna sing their praises because I I love Indestructible. I've been listening to it more lately. Um, let's see. So enough would be a song that I really like, but I could not see it being a single. Haunted, on the other hand, I see that being a single. That's another song I really like. But then some of the later songs I just don't like. Divide and uh not criminal um the curse i just don't see those as being singles and i'm not huge on them either and torn that's another one uh yeah so that's that's kind of how i feel about the song i really like it though it's a really good song it's a really good song it's very very powerful mike lassard's lyrics are always very powerful and it cuts deep it's it cuts deep it's always very very serious and very sad with mike lassard whereas with jonathan carpenter's the contortionist it was more so uh i don't know it was more space themed whereas now it's it's always like some kind of inner look on yourself or you know a personal look at something so then we've got all gray this is uh more of an ambient interlude here it's not very many lyrics but uh the lyrics that are there are nice it's incredibly pleasant and it's like warming when uh when it comes to the feeling it gives me it's like warm it's a warm song it's very nice. I hope that in whatever coming album they have, All Grey can come back. Maybe it will become like, maybe it could become like an outro to the album, whereas there's a song that takes this idea and turns it into a full song of some sort. I would love that. And now we have our last song, a delightful little cover of Smashing Pumpkins 1979 from Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. I mean, what can I say? They don't really add anything to the original aside from shifting around some minor lyrics a bit. Covers are weird. Covers are hard because... It's like, you've got choices. Do you just do a straight cover, like, to a T, like, musically, everything, to a T, the song? Nothing wrong with that. Some people will call it boring, though. Some people would say you should put your own twist on it. 
So then you get stuff like, you know, Machine Head doing Battery or Hallowed Be Thy Name and Trivium doing Master of Puppets, Bullet doing Sanitarium, um, Limp Biscuit doing Sanitarium. <sighs> I mean, see, you get two different two different things there. I used to like Limp Biscuit's version of Sanitarium. Not so much anymore. Korn's version of one. I like Korn's version of one. I think they're another brick in the wall is miles better than that. But, um, yeah, cause see this solo or this, uh, this cover rather it kind of, it plays, it plays it really safe. I mean, at least it doesn't tarnish the original in the least, but it's like, I guess I could say it's an inoff- it's an inoffensive cover, which really sounds um, derogatory, but I don't mean it like that. It's one of those things. What's a cover that? Hmm, there's some cover that I will. Oh, yeah, it's Bad Wolves um, Zombie. I could have gone my entire life without hearing that and I would have been just fine. See, Outside of my nitpickiness, which I will address shortly, um, it's a fine cover. It's okay. There's nothing really wrong with it. In my eyes, it's all right. My problem comes with the chord progression because they've got that one weird chord at the end of the chorus. Um, it's the one where you take just a normal power chord and you move the top and bottom strings down. And leaving the middle string in the same place. If you're a guitarist, you know what I mean. I don't know what you call that. But that's like my favorite chord ever. So yeah, maybe I'm biased. But also, there's a certain sound to the original zombie. That that chord helps carry. It carries just this... this um, It carries the feeling of the song. And when you don't do that like Bad Wolves did, it would have been so easy to just play the same damn chord progression. But they didn't do it, and it just throws the whole song off for me. It just throws the whole thing off for me. I I can't. Mm. It just frustrates me. Like the one thing that you could that you just don't need to change. Of course, again, that's a nitpick. But guess what? It's ooh, that one. That one bothers me. That one bothers me. Anyways, this is a good cover. Go listen to it. Go listen to the EP. It's 15 minutes. I mean, come on. You've got time. Um, it's a, it's a great cover. I enjoy it every time I hear it. And Mike Lassard's voice fits the... Uh, he fits like he doesn't have a Billy Corgan voice because no one does. But he's got a great... He's got that great wispy kind of ethereal voice. He could he could have fit in in the '90s like shoegaze kind of thing going on with you know if you've got Smashing Pumpkins, you've got the Deftones come up later on. You've got Hum and stuff. I mean, he could have fit in. So yeah, like I said, there's not much here. That's it. I think we covered that in 10 minutes. Um, yeah, overall, um, 
I like the EP. It's just, it's still frustrating that, you know, more than half of it, well, more than half of it is either not original material or an interlude. It's upsetting because it was like two years and hopefully we'll get like a decent little EP to tide us over until an album happens. It was more than decent. It's really, really good. But the problem is it doesn't tide me over. Like, I've gone back and I've listened to language. I've listened to I've listened to their whole discography. I even went back and listened to some of their old demos. Back when, like, uh, God, what was it? There, there was, there was something that was like eyes open and eyes closed. It was a different song. I think it was like Oscillator. One of their songs had a different title. Um, and it was split into parts, but I'm just hoping that we can get some new contortionist soonish because man, this is such a good band, such a good band. Um, and I feel like more people should know about them and they will, they probably already do. I mean, when they, they came here, it was, it wasn't a huge deal. Mostly I think people were there for between the buried and me, but contortionist left a a lasting impression. I'm pretty sure Mike Lassard was super high on something. Like he was, he was spacewalking in the little interlude between um, the little instrumental bit at the beginning of Language Two. Oh man, that was a good show. Contortionist between the buried and me and uh, animals as leaders. Not in that order. Animals as leaders first, then Between the Buried and Me. It was a really good show. I wish I didn't have to miss Between the Buried and Me when they came here uh, last time, but... Whatever, man. Who knows? We'll see. Um, So, rankings. All gray is at the bottom because of what it is. Otherwise, it would be, like, probably bright. It would probably be in second place. Because I just I just like it so much. But it's so short. It's only two minutes and it's mostly ambient. Um then nineteen seventy nine. It's a good cover, but it's a cover. I mean, we all know nineteen seventy nine. We know it. Um then Early Grave would be second. It's a good song. It's a good song. It's a really good song. Very, very powerful song. And then you've got Follow, which is also a powerful song, but like in a more upbeat package. It sounds, it really sounds like a driving song that you could just put on the radio with anybody else and people would be like, who is this? I mean, I really wish somebody would just do that with my local station, with local stations. Just be like, you know what? I'm just going to throw this on. Be like, hey, this is a good band. This is a good song. I mean, it's under four minutes. It just let me play it. And you just play some random stuff that a lot of people probably haven't heard and can expose them to some new stuff. I think that would be cool. I just don't think radio stations operate like that. I think they're a little bit more rigid on what they have to play. Like they probably have it programmed like you have a schedule and this this certain specific stuff will play. I don't know. I don't work in radio. I am a podcaster, not even professionally. Guys, this is going to be a short one today. 
I mean, I just recorded the episode for this week for my other show because again, I was running late, but, uh, next week I've actually got something for you. Um, yeah. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna just keep trucking along, uh, next week. I guess I'm actually going to go back and look at the Eoton album from last year because I've been listening to it lately. I listened to it earlier when I cooked dinner. It is really, really good. It's not like my favorite thing in the world. And it kind of makes me miss world Dane even more. He's not in it because this happened after his death, but like it makes me really miss nevermore vocally at times. So yeah, look out for that. If you enjoy zero distortion, you enjoy the show and what I do here, you can pledge to my Patreon X three R zero distortion, patreon.com slash what I just said, X three R zero distortion. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at X three R zero distortion. Buy me a coffee buymeacoffee.com slash zero distortion spelled the way that it is everywhere else. Even though when I go to be, uh, buy me a coffee, let's see if I can get in now. Server error. I'm not surprised. It's a 500 server error. It looks like a, that looks like a Laravel error. I've rarely messed with Laravel, but that looks like that looks like a Laravel error. Hmm. Interesting. So I can't post that on, uh, I can't post that on buy me a coffee until they get their stuff together. So, Hey man, it is what it is. Um, well, I'm going to get out of here and next week we're going to be looking at again, Eoton. And their uh, interesting album from, God, is that last year? It couldn't have been last year. It was last year. It was early last year. Jesus Christ, what has happened to the time? I think that came out early 2021. Access All Worlds, Eoton. Um, we're going to do it next week. 